Hey, welcome to the Kink That's Fuck podcast. We're your hosts, Nika, Frankie, Kyra, Alex, and Crystal, here to sort of detangle the kinks. Wait, like combing? No, we're not combing out our hair, we're deconditioning. Unlearning the ideas that were imposed on us by others. Sharing our stories as black and brown women, navigating the kinks of life from personal growth, healing, and friendship. Even the things too kinky to talk about in the office. We're kink as fuck. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You guys, this is episode 12 of season one. You know what that means? That means that this is the season finale episode. A lot has happened. A lot has happened. We've talked to y'all 11 times already, and this is our 12th time. Isn't that something? We've had 11 topics, and this is our 12th. Frankie, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about, and we're saying it with our chest, this is not a hobby anymore. It is not a hobby anymore. This is not a game. We're not here to play with y'all. Come on, coach. Listen, it is the fourth fucking quarter. Put your fours up. Everybody, put your fours up. Even though we we're here. Oh, okay. Yeah, everyone has the fours up. Except Everybody. She's doing her nails. <laughs> she's yes. doing, how many nails you got done? At least four. <laughs> <laughs> she got applique over he there. Paper she multi going on. Like a, like a bitch. <laughs> okay, I was like, I got shit to do today. So, <laughs> gotta get it done. While I can. Doing makeup, hair, nails, all while <laughs> recording. Yeah. It, hey, it is what it is. Nails done, hair lit. Alex got to go back and get the hair done, finish. She's looking great. And oh, thanks. You are, yeah, we flourishing. Mm-hmm. We're evolving, all of us. And from the beginning of the season, we embarked on some definite changes. And we didn't know what the season was going to look like from individual careers to this joint venture of this podcast. And I, psh, I can't wait for the future to, to blossom for us. And so we're going to just take a quick reflection of this time that you got to know us and learn from us as well as we learn from y'all. But who wants to go first? Crystal, you had a major, like, fruit (laughs) from your endeavor. (laughs) Listen, when we started this podcast, I was a whole teacher. Whole ass teacher. Uh, Whole ass teacher with a whole ass class with a whole ass roster. Um... School got out June 24th for me um, yesterday. So what's today? Y'all probably get this two weeks later, but it's August 21st. And your girl just had her first birth as a certified doula. Woo! And I'm booked for a birth in November. And I just finished a contract with a postpartum client. I also have, um, I work part-time at a women's health clinic. Oh, so this is not a hobby. It's not a hobby. It's not a Um, hobby. Hopefully soon I'll be on two as a birth educator for them. Um, So I'm doing the things. (laughs) I'm doing the things. Proud of you, girl. Um, Thank you. Um, Last night my first birth and I almost cried, but I didn't. But it was just Mm -hmm. amazing. Holding that leg. As she, you know, brought this baby. Black babies. He was black. 
We still take all babies, though. We still. <laughs> I mean, my postpartum time that I just closed with was a white baby. He was just cute. Aww. But, you know. White baby. White baby. Aww. He was cute. He was chill. I loved him. He was chill. He was real chill. Um, and, you know, bring in. She was in labor for 24 hours. Mm. Um, helping no her no bring small feet. the baby. Yeah, she did five pushes. No tearing. <laughs> so, you know, I told her. You know, she went natural um, for a little bit, and I said, hey, I don't care if you get an epidural, you know. My goal here is to get you out of here with a successful vaginal birth, and that's what mm. we did. Wow. You know, I'm, you know, no C-section. I don't want that. And I looked at the doctor. I said, hey, goal here is vaginal birth. And she was like, I'm with you. And I love that doctor. She was like, you know, we got this. And she came in there. She put on her stuff. She was like, all right, let's get this baby hurt. Um, he got here and he was just cute and he didn't like his piece being disturbed, you know, every time we mm -hmm. try to move him, he's like, ah, like, I'm chilling up my mama. So that was great. Um, shout out to Frankie for letting me sleep on her couch the in-between time <laughs> at night, um, for this 24-hour birth, but I'm tired. I'll probably get a massage today, but this is not a hobby. You know, people are like, what you doing now? You do what now? You a midwife? I'm not a midwife. Um. Midwives are professionally trained. They're more of the doctor side of the house. I'm more of the pain management, moral support, all those things. You know, I had to advocate. Yes. Um, Sometimes, but it's hard to advocate when a client doesn't really know what you do. So I'm like, hey, you got this epidural, but we need to, I need to put you in positions, you know. And so... I had an old school nurse, and she was like, she's just going to lay there. And I'm like, uh. And then the doctor came in, all right, let's get this peanut. I was like, thank you, doctor. Um, so I was like, all right, you heard what the doctor said. <laughs> so You know what's so freaking amazing? Our first episode, we talk about the issues of black reproductive health. Mm -hmm. And here we are ending the season with you just advocating for black women in real time, like speaking. Yeah, yeah like you're, you're walking the talk, girl. So it, it's just amazing how we came and introduced these t tough topics, and here you are actually making your your impact your way, yeah. and that's so. that's super dope, man. I, yeah, that's yeah. really dope. It's crazy, full circle, like well, one eighty. It is, yeah. And yeah. it's just like you know, I have another birth in um, November, so I was just like, sometimes I'm in awe, and I'm just like, hmm, you really ain't a teacher. And school started. I was like, oh shit. You really not going nowhere. You really don't have a classroom mm. to decorate. You really don't have a lesson plan to do. So, you know, it's full circle. So it's something I always love to do. I always wanted to be a doula, but I was like, oh, I'll do that when I have kids. And, you know, that'll be my second career so I can kind of be a stay-at-home mom but still help other moms. And I'm like, teaching got fucked up, and I said, fuck that. Let's do it now. What is holding me back? So... I'm a birth and postpartum doula, so I help those moms at home in that transition because once you have a baby, people forget about you. Mm -hmm. It's all yeah. about the baby. They forget mm -hmm. about the mother. And, you know, her friends were calling her last night, we don't want to see you once at a baby. I'm like, but what about her? Because now her body's going through all these changes postpartum. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Aw, mm -hmm. that makes me feel bad because I've said that to a friend. Yeah, like... <laughs> I, I make sure, like, when I don't like holding new babies anyway because I'm just, you know, afraid. But whenever my friends have a baby, I go to their house, and they're like, oh, here's the baby. I was like, oh, he kind of new and squirmy. I don't want that. I start cleaning up. I start, you know, so I was always being that mm -hmm. postpartum doula. It was just natural to me. I'm, I'm cooking a meal for you. And 
I had a client once, all her friends came over. I'm like, if you're not helping her do shit, go home. Because she's not here to talk. She don't have time to talk. Like, either grab a baby or go home. Cook a meal or go home. But, yeah. How did mm. you overcome the voices that when you're transitioning from being an educator to doula that said, no, not yet, no, not yet? So how did you, did you even have those voices? It was like, if not now, then when? Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. You know, I still have the fears because <laughs> bitch got a mortgage, <laughs> you know, got a car note. And I'm still like, I got to figure out how to get this money by tomorrow. Listen, I've had many a sugar daddy conversation with my peers and their experience. You know, the toes still might make its way to the internet. The toes still might make the its toes. way to the internet. <laughs> you know, pennies, I might just hey, rub tuna fish on it and just sell it. Because I want them to have my dick. We have the funnels for your farts. Yeah, listen. The I'm fart saying. funnel. Yo, kink that's fuck merch is we got coming it. your way. <laughs> the funnels. <laughs> Y'all think we playing. Fuck around and find you know out. You did serious, Frankie. <laughs> oh no, I'm not the only one. Fuck around and find out. Fart around and find out. Fart around and find out. Fart around and find out. We trademarking that. Fart around and find Kyra, out. Kyra, I can't over here hear you filing your nails and shit. Well, Kyra, <laughs> Kyra and Mika, they had an extremely like beautiful, unique uh, art um, journey in the art world here this summer, um, from directing to acting. So it's like two different perspectives in the field. Mm-hmm. And how <laughs> y'all were like, we got these rehearsals. Oh, oh, I don't girl. know when we're we going to reschedule. <laughs> we yeah. filming today. Well, I got rehearsal. Like, yeah, I got rehearsal. What's and a hard out? <laughs> and mind you, I'm, I'm the newest member. I feel like I would say like we're a band, but, you know, I'm the newest <laughs> member of the group. And so when ah, I boo. first initially met these ladies, they – it was so upsetting to not know that they didn't lead with these amazing careers. Like I knew <laughs> Mika worked in corporate and I knew nonprofit, a, a, a nonprofit organization. I, my apologies. Mm-hmm. And I knew Kyra was an educator as well. Um, but I'll go ahead and let them reveal what they really are. <laughs> what they really are. What they should lead with. What they should, yes, what, no, what no, they they should, should lead, lead with. What they, they should have led with, but what they didn't. No pressure. Go ahead, Kyra. Um, I am because <laughs> Alex always does this to me, and I be like, I it's the nails. I, That's why I'm like, you go, because that energy was she in the middle of doing her nails. It's so weird. <laughs> oh yeah, they they coming out cute. Um, but so yes, I am a, a teacher by day. Um, but the other thing that I am is a theatrical director. Um, sometimes by night, sometimes by day, just depending on the show that I'm doing. Um, but yeah, I was assistant director for Dream Girls this season, uh, at the Jubilee Theater in Fort Worth. Uh, and I also directed a show with them called Lil and Satchmo, uh, which was the story of Lil Harden and Louis Armstrong. Um, and there, that was a toxic ass love affair. My God, just FYI, if anybody ever looks them up, that shit was toxic. Um, but those are the two things that I have done this year. And I've been directing, I think, I've been directing plays um, since college. So at least 2011, 2010. Um, so I would say this is probably the 
20th, 25th show I've worked on in my life um, in a directing capacity of some sort. Uh, so mm-hmm. it was good. It's, the stage is my home, um, especially directing. I love it. It's the thing that I know I want to do. Uh, but I also do love, I love my nine to five. I love my teaching mm-hmm. job at the moment because I'm a gifted and talented teacher. Uh, mm-hmm. And it is very much so not like a regular teacher. And I love that about I have autonomy and I have the ability to move around when need be um, because I'm a pullout class. Uh, I, I pull students out of the regular class. I feel like last time I said that, I was like, pull out. That sounds yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> So I pull, I get students out of the regular class. They don't have a certain, like they don't have a certain, the whole class comes to me. I get certain students. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I enjoy the things um, and hopefully I will be consulting on a Broadway show this upcoming year. Um, Well, this year. Lead with that. Couple months. In the next couple couple of months. Um, Mm -hmm. So that'll be Ideal, and y'all will hear about that in the in the stories in the video feed. Continue to follow us. We still we're posting content. New York. We still posting content, but uh, you'll hear about that. I should possibly be in New York in October, November, um, working on a Broadway show. So, Amazing. yeah, dope. That's hella dope. Hell Shoot. Yeah. Well, so I mean, go ahead. I have a question. Like, how y'all? Here's my question. I've been asking the whole time. I'm like, do they get paid for this, or y'all just? Is it oh no, I don't do shit for free no more. <laughs> that part, that's <laughs> slavery. Yesterday's price Labor. is not today's price. <laughs> okay, so I was wondering, I said, is this like for fun? Like, because, you know, I guess it goes with the theme is this a hobby? I'm like, y'all just do this out of kindness with your heart? No, I'm not doing anything for free. Or do y'all get a little coin? Anything for free. Now, my no, directing, my directing <laughs> check will, it almost meets my teacher monthly salary. Yeah. It's $25. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, I, when I do, She's when, I, when I direct. <laughs> She yeah, it'll take five hundred to pay for this water bill. I'm having them come out. Somebody's stealing my fucking water. Why the fuck well, is you got a five hundred dollar bill? I'm sorry. We were talking about making a tiny house compound for all of us. Y'all yeah, can come so back here. I gotta be back yard. <laughs> Let me look but, at my HOA and see what I gotta uh if it's like real life. Let's share these co-op. Let's no, co-op but this. like uh you can you can get paid to do the thing. Cause I have a yeah. friend that they wanted him to be an understudy for another show and uh and for just being an understudy, no lines, no nothing, they were gonna pay him six hundred dollars a week to just mm-hmm. sit in the background for the for the eight, nine, ten. They weeks. hiring? <laughs> I can sit in the background. Uh, no, nah, I mean he would be on the show if need be, but he would be in That's the show fine. if need be. But he was a understudy, and it was six hundred dollars a week. Um, and that's big. That's like when you're working at a, you know. A Broadway house or a uh, regional theater. Those are the. It's getting to that point though. Now, before that, you might be getting paid two hundred dollars a week or one hundred and fifty dollars a week, which is still great. I mean, that's gas to get you to and from. You know, doing the things. It just really all depends. Man, this is how the Ava Duvernays and the Lena Waits are made. Like, sis, you gonna be glowing up. Listen, after I receive it, girl. I mean, uh, I Season mean, two, we're Ava Duvernay. about how you just doing this full time. <laughs> Listen, because Ava Duvernay didn't uh, pick up a camera until she was 35, so. As, yep, amen. Mm-hmm. It's hella dope. And but she's still me, really impactful in the career. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. No, go. No, she's still, you're right, she still is very impactful. Mm-hmm. In, in her educated, uh, 
and being an educator, um, one thing that was nice to see this summer is that she really follows her students' journey. Um, how many babies, like she, she always calls them babies, like how many babies walked across the stage? And uh, I went to two graduations. I had two graduations this year, and I got two more. No, I got three. Oof. No, I got four next year, and then two more after that. And I'm done with all of my kids from my middle yeah, school yeah. teaching days. This that, year was my first graduating class, too. That was that are yeah. This this was my second year of graduating class. Second my first year. baby was last year. That's the one that currently lives with me. <laughs> Story. Oh, that, that 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 sounds weird. So I do have a, <laughs> a, a <laughs> right. I was like, <laughs> I was like, let me clarify. <laughs> I have one of my old students who just needed a stable environment to live in for a while. She currently lives with me. Um, cause I love my babies. I love my like. If I can, if I if they ever need me, I'm always be there. Like, mm -hmm. I got a core Same, group of kids that I love. And mm -hmm. if you need me, I got you. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was so amazing that you continue to walk out, like, with their journey. Oh, yeah. No, I, still I love them. I talk to my grown kids, too. They text me. All mm -hmm. that. So, like, I'm still an educator in my core, but wow. I, just, I just couldn't stay for my mental sanity and stuff like that. I still love my yeah. kids. They know where to reach me. The, the teacher Instagram is still live. They still message me, you know. One of my, he wasn't even my kid. He was texting me. He was like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm fine. He FaceTimed me. I'm like, why are you FaceTiming me? <laughs> <laughs> the kids be getting real comfortable, bro. They be getting real That's comfortable. I had to tell him one time. I said, friend, I'm not your friend, even though I call you that. Not your friend. That's why how it is when you're working with people. When you're working <laughs> with children, with families. Like, it's crazy. Anything, anything having to do with, like, I guess human service, right? or direct service to humans. Um, it, it's something that doesn't really leave you if you have, if you have a passion for it, if mm -hmm. you really did it from your heart, and if you made an impact in someone's life because of that, you know? Because, like, even though, you know, we're over here talking about all of the things that, um, you know, this season of change that we've all been in, and, like, this season, uh, literally and figuratively, of our lives and of this um, podcast, for me, when the podcast um, <clears throat> became a thing, I was in a state of transition. Like, I have been in a state of transition for a little over two years now. It's been a lot of changes. There have been, like, a lot of changes career-wise. Um, and just my focus and how I express my creativity and um, whether or not I get paid for it now, too. And um, because for some time, it was, it was a hobby. Yeah, it was a hobby. It was like um, I was doing social work. That was my job, um, but I've always cared for people. Like I always help people. I always like something. That's something that drives me, right? I love community. I love children and families. Like that's my thing. Um, at the same time, I burned out because I wasn't, I wasn't taking care of like a one team player number one, and that was me. Mm -hmm. And so I needed to really um, find ways to take care of myself. And so getting into therapy was one way, but also getting into the arts, like really getting into the arts, immersing myself in whether I'm creating art at home, whether I'm writing, whether I'm like watching art, if I'm going to museums, if I'm like going to plays, I always go to plays. Alex, you came to a play with me. Like I, I love, and Frankie has been to many plays with me. Like that's my thing. Theater is my thing. And so through my um, job that I had at the organization where I was doing social work, was how I was first exposed to opportunities to be able to get on stage. And that was through like a volunteer um, perspective. So it was like a, from a volunteer, a volunteer role, excuse me. So it was like a hobby in a way, but it felt so 
much like home. Like, this is what I need to be doing. I, I used to always play around as a kid, like, if I was in a musical. Like, that was my thing. I, used to, <laughs> I would be sleeping in the kitchen <laughs> and break out in song that I made up, and, you know, improv and shit, twirling and shit. Hard not life dance. for us. <laughs> <laughs> Busting my ass because I was clumsy. But... <laughs> But it was still my thing. And yes, Hard Knock Life. I love watching Annie. Like, I used to I used to watch musicals. I used to love the Disney movies. I can sing the whole fucking score to fucking uh, Beauty and the Beast. That's my shit. Um, <laughs> with that, <laughs> getting on stage felt like home. And being able to do that with the families that I served was even more impactful. Because it was through a program called Public Works Dallas, where these professional actors go out into different communities um, community agencies, excuse me, and they provide acting lessons to people who typically would not have access. And in the community that I served, it was in Bachman Lake here in Dallas, which is a community that's made up of mostly, um, mostly migrants, right? Um, mostly immigrants. And so, um, that was their way of having access to what was at the time Shakespeare, you know? But then that program has evolved and it has told other stories. Now, recently we did The Odyssey at home. And so um, I know what's coming up next and it's, it's a Disney-inspired thing, so I'm really excited about that. Um, but because of that exposure and because of that experience, I started auditioning for other roles. And then in 2020, I landed my first um, casting in The Curse of the Puerto Ricans, but the pandemic put a halt to that. Um, and so y'all heard from the last episode Curse of La Familia, that the Curse of Puerto Ricans is going on now at the Bishop Arts Theater Center. Um, this is my first contract, so I'm super excited. So no, it doesn't feel oh, didn't know happy that. anymore. This feels like a job. And it has been a whole ass fucking job. It has job. been. I've been That's at work like, eight hours on free? Saturday. Wow, dedicated. Nigga, yes. Like, uh, Tuesday through Sunday rehearsals. Um, the only day off that I have is Monday. Um, now that we're in production, like, we do... You know, we have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but I'm there all day Saturday. Like, I got a text message from somebody on Friday, like, oh, um, I'm pulling up at 6 o'clock at the airport. Can you pick me up? I'm like, when? This weekend? Because I don't know if you know, but I'm you not the Uber fan. You are a star. This fucking weekend. Like, <laughs> it feels that way. I'm I, Like, that's It is that way. Like, yeah, really, it is. It's amazing to have so much support. Like, it's amazing to have people see you to have people acknowledge your, your talent, your creativity, your craft, but not only that, to celebrate you. You know what I mean? Like, that shit is dope. Like, I finally am in a space where I can receive that. You know what I mean? Like, I know I, I know my default is usually to be like, oh, you know, it's a thank you. It's, you know, it's a, it's a uh, what is it that I always say? It's a team effort. <laughs> yeah, it is a team effort, but also, like, I got to own my shit. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? And sometimes you got to, sometimes take your credit, and it feels good to be able to do that. It feels good to be able to do that, even if it feels, even if I'm still struggling with the little survivor's remorse here and there, which I got to say, like, it's really easy um, for me to finesse this role because that's my role. Like, that's my story um, that I'm playing now. I wonder what will happen when it's not that way. You know, that's, I'm looking forward to that challenge. So I've been putting myself out in different ways, auditioning um, by video, um, sending in my headshots and resume to other productions or production companies. So we'll see don't where this goes. We'll don't forget this goes. Hmm? the Odyssey. You did the Odyssey too. Yeah, I mentioned. Yeah, I just mentioned oh, the Odyssey through Public Works, mm -hmm, the musical at um, the Dallas Theater Center, the Tony Award-winning Dallas Theater Center. Shout mm -hmm. out to them. 
Because, baby, they will not let you forget that. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Right, she was like, hold on, correction. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, like, you you working. Yeah. You've been booked and, bu- booked and busy. But not whole... just in that. Yeah, and not just with that, but also, like, with the job, like, the career yeah. change. Whew, bitch, we work. <laughs> like, like, we tell yeah, Frankie like when she's trying yeah, to send all these messages. <laughs> bitch, we work. During the day, Frankie, Frankie sends <laughs> voice notes, two minute long voice notes during the day at fucking 10 30 in the morning. In the morning. Like, Hello, I'm in a meeting, my nigga, for the job that's paying me. Paying and I don't trust right you now. to listen like, out loud. <laughs> Word, that part. Listen, because like, you don't what know what's going to come out her mouth. So, what, what baffles me is that y'all don't have to answer now. You can answer when but, you're free. Oh, we don't. But I'm just saying. Yeah, but I'll forget. Here's the thing. Like, but here's the thing with me. I'll look at it because I'm thinking it's something I have to read. And I'm like, I can't deal with this. And then I will never go back to it. So that's no, the issue with I've, me. I forget. Sometimes you have to get to the point. You you know, the boundaries are important. And that's something that I had to learn, like, hardcore this. Like, for for a while, I've been practicing boundaries and learning. learning. But, like, this year, I, f- I felt like I was challenged a lot and, like, flexing on some of those boundaries, but also establishing new ones. And one of them, like, as much as I love this project, this this hobby that became a job um, with the podcast, for example, like it is, it did become a job. It did become a job and it, it required, it Listen. required <laughs> more attention, more detail, more attention to detail, more collaboration, more time to plan, more like reflection, more fucking going back to do this. And come on, like we, we didn't even, we're not even the ones editing. <laughs> The other day, we did a little training on editing, and I'm like, I don't know how the fuck this motherfucker was doing this on editing all this motherfucking time. <laughs> but I, <laughs> but um, yeah, with that, you know, everything, everything takes work. Everything that you care about, um, anything that you want to develop, you really do have to work at it. And it can be exhausting. And like, I didn't want to get out of bed this morning. I was in a really cozy spot. I did not want to get up. But you was like, um, go without me. <laughs> I was like, no, ma'am, mm-hmm. wake up. <laughs> Grand Plus, I'm tired as shit. Bitch, I'm, I'm tired, too. Tired I just <laughs> was burping 24 hours. Early tomorrow. You know what I mean? Am I muted? So, Damn. Well, I, I I'd like to hear from somebody else. Unmute yourselves if you're muted. Frankie, anybody else? I want to hear from somebody else. What are I would say I'm stories? tired, too. I had a whole 24-hour burst. Yeah, everybody has their journeys and reasons. Uh, Alex, you know, you, you being a newbie and was like, Oh, fuck these bitches. <laughs> and to come up and show, yo, you've been a force to reckon with. Um, how's, how's this transformation been for you? And also, Alex, you have yeah. been, like, one of the most supportive motherfuckers. Yes. Like, you right. come to everything. She shows up to everything. All the like, reels you see on the Instagram is Alex. Baby, she's she be at the thing with the camera with the things like yeah. the yes, Let me show you. Let me show you in your light. Let me show let the me people help who you, you are. Is. You did not saying what you need to be saying in your bio. You not clean your lens. Wrote <laughs> Kyra's whole that. bio. <laughs> <laughs> clean your lens. <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, well, well, first off, thank you, thank you, and um, I'm a comedian. I'm a stand-up comedian, and. That I felt like the title of this episode, like, it's not a hobby. Like, that was more of our response. Because when I started doing comedy, people were like, oh, is this, this a little hobby? Is this? You know, comedy show, you know, when they add right. a little little. Yeah, the littles. Like, the no, little, your little, your little comedy. At. You still do your little comedy. Mm. Right. Like, this is 
comedy made me just accept myself fully every year after year um, and still continues to do so because, again, it's the only career um, I could become successful uh, speaking on my failures. So I know anytime I have a failed relationship or, uh, you know, something's not working out, something's going to come out of it where I'm able. Yeah, exactly. Material, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be able to transition it into comedy. Um, Comedy, like being a stand-up comedian, is a mildly narcissistic career because I'm on stage. You know what I'm saying? You on stage by yourself. You you ain't got a hype man. We don't you don't got a band. Mm. I'm not um, prior to this. I wasn't in a podcast. Uh, uh, having to collaborate with five other creative individuals, um, so I felt a lot of growth in this season of just collaborate. You know, working well with others, and <laughs> learning about, you know learning a lot about myself and learning how to communicate. Um, you know, especially, and I mean, it wasn't like all glitter and gold. Like if I was upset or if I um, disagreed, you know, learning to communicate that effectively as a, you know, 32-year-old adult woman to to other respectable adults. You know, I'm not going to come at them crazy. And, you know, I want to establish that relationship. And just learning that, that took um, a lot out of me. And, um, and I think just when we're around each other, when we talk with one another, uh, we're very influential. And it's just so, it's just truly amazingly dope. Um, it's indescribable because this this was my life just a, 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 the other day, the other week, right? I had gone to see Mika in the, like, the Curse of the Puerto Rican. Um, and then that following weekend, I go to see Dream Girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Kyra assisted directed. And then the following week, like I'm performing comedy. Like this is my life. Like it's it's mm-hmm. back to back art. Uh, and Mika as well. Uh that was she took me to go see the musical uh waitress. That was the, my first time going to a play, a musical. I was, I asked her like what to wear, like what is this? Like oh, it I became so really dope. Yeah, I, I became really cultured because of this group of women. She's so like, I'm very appreciative of that. <laughs> Yeah, it, and, and just, she was cute, y'all. She came out mad cute. I was like, okay, she and everybody else. <laughs> and I mean, I, I, and I show up for them because they've shown up for me. And, and just knowing me a short time, like I've got to, um, I got to headline at the House of Blues this this season. That mm-hmm. was that just I felt like catapulted my career and and. I don't know, really sealed the deal for me. Like, I knew comedy was never a hobby for me. That was just always my defense. Like, it's not a hobby. and But now, more than ever, like, I, I have that flyer in my back pocket. Like, I headline. And also, now, yes. yeah, what's up? Also, you know, Frankie sent us a little clip. Y'all in the little magazine. Oh, was it the Dallas, the Dallas Voice? Was yeah. It? Yes. Yeah, that what it was? Don't forget well, about you. it. Lead with that. Yes, ma'am. The Dallas Voice. And I was featured in paper. And you was cute. Thank you. Yes, thank you. You was cute. Rear in your little lip. I had a lip. Confusing the butt. Just. I'm going to have a big compliment. What does the future look like? What does your future look like, Alex? Still, I mean, comedy is just a never ending career. And that's the only part of my life where I can go with the flow. I'm there, like, all right. I know because of, like, God got me. Like, I'm a, I know when it comes to comedy, 
that's the only part Amen. where it's not nothing nothing can really be planned or or, sh- or strategized or structured i just know it, it's a path that's it's i'm a, i'm gonna go, go somewhere i'm gonna be somebody i am somebody just you know it's, it's taking a while for everyone to get to know me um but otherwise it's i just go with the flow and uh yeah, I'm a standard comedian. That's my career. Uh, did she say she just goes with the flow? Yeah, she, you know what's this, weird? My man, this Scorpio, is something she could lying. not do. She <laughs> could not do I, I this. Did, I can't. Right. I couldn't either. I just, I did mention this is the only part of my life. Like in comedy, I could go with the flow. Outside of comedy, we're going to have to do a step 12 program. <laughs> not ride or die, ride and ask questions. <laughs> when, when you. So uh, when, actually said the word flow i looked down on my notebook and it said literally i didn't look anywhere else i went dark and it says i went with the flow of it all mm-hmm. right when you said flow and i was like it was just a weird moment that just happened right now that's nice that's cuz i'm i'm reading my notes and i was like writing this shit in december being a comedy show producer. Girl, you know what I was doing in December? Mm-mm. Being depressed. Oh. <laughs> Crying into my pillow. <laughs> being like, bitch, what you doing with your life? You fucked up. I don't you know. Are, I but don't no, know. November is when we had the conversation. Yeah, when November we had the conversation. November is when we had the conversation. In, in, like, in December, girl. No, it's November I, because it's my birthday. It's, it's wild. It's wild. In December, Alex, what were you doing? Oh, I was trying to uh, be with my man in the state of Maryland. I was chasing, <laughs> trying Dang to force it. my boyfriend to let like, me move in with him. Not force. All, all this force, instead of going with the flow of letting everything go to, <laughs> to, you know, it's crazy. Oh, my God. Like, I think about this. I'm not looking at this and that little, oh, your little comedy thing. And it's like, nah, like not comedy. anymore. My big comedy thing. Speak your, talk your shit. Because what you got, yeah. what, you just, what just happened this week? Come on, Frankie. Girl, girl, we are debuting in Houston, House of Blues. The show is being extended to both Dallas what and... What show, Frankie? What show? What show? Come on. <laughs> the BPOC show, the best people comedy show. And I, I, it's crazy. I am contracted with Live Nation. That's wild to me. In December, that was not, I was being told, you're not funny. The fuck are you doing? I didn't tell you that. <laughs> I was like, I'm glad you're funny because I'm like, nah. Sis, it wasn't you. <laughs> it wasn't you. It was the one I was looking forward to hearing from. And it's you hear those voices where you thought they would support you on anything. And then it turns out when you actually do it and they're like, oh, you, you sure about this? Mm. You sure about quitting your six-figure career to do this? This don't make sense. You Okay. And it's like, damn, for the first time, I'm living authentically myself. And I, you can't get any love from people that probably can't do it for themselves. And you just got to march forward. And just march forward. So from there, had my first comedy class in December, and now contracted in two House of Blues locations, featured in Dallas Voice. Take uh, that, bitches. Shout, right. Shout out to Rich Lopez. He reached out to me. He was like, I want to interview you and your headliners. I was like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Hit up Alex. Go ahead. We're going to give some flowers to uh, Josh Edwards, too. And, it, hey, it's I, what I appreciate about comedy is that you can actually talk about the truth and laugh about it. 
And that is the unhinged thing about this art form that I just fucking respect. So I, I couldn't do that in the office. I couldn't do that as a diversity and inclusion manager. I couldn't do that as someone speaking to a white executive, trying to tell them the truth, and you get reprimanded, you get retaliation. So I wanted to do it where I can do it my way. And so I, I went full force with it. It's scary, I'm not gonna lie, but I was sharing with Kyra the other day. I may not be in the riches. I may not be at Kevin Hart level, but <laughs> I'm wealthy in time and I can't trade that off for anybody else, for real. Um, Explain that wealthy in time. Wealthy in time. Well, you know, in economics, we're taught that the number one resource is time, yet we don't own it in our society. So what we do, we give it to somebody else in exchange for status, for economic resources. Obviously, you need the money to fuel. It's all energy. But they own you and your time. So when you're having meetings from 6 a.m. to 3 a.m. globally, worldwide, and your half of your face goes limp, and you're wondering why, you got a fucking stroke, my nigga. You're working too hard, my nigga. <laughs> and so that whole lesson right there, I, I just love this journey of this podcast. And um, you ladies have been full force on this. And the way it just blossomed, I really do appreciate you giving your time to this. Thank you for starting I really this do love idea. You. It's all you. <laughs> and we nah, ain't done yet. Us. And Season we ain't two done coming, yet. Growing. We about to we about to get money off this thing. We looking for sponsors. Bitch, we are, right. <laughs> Bitch, we um, but cut yeah. the check, yeah. as Mika usually says. Cut the check, everybody. You hear me? All right. So that is a beautiful way to wrap up for this show and this season. Uh, we will see you guys back in season two. Signing off for the end of season one. I am. Oh, side note. Sorry. Almost forgot. If you want to get in contact with us, because you know, again, we want some sponsorships and all of those things, you can contact us. You can contact us at info at kinkedaf.com. That's info at k i n k d a f.com and kinked af on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. And I am Kyra Haley signing off for the last time for season one. You can find me, Kyra, K H I R A H A I L E Y. Uh, on Facebook and Instagram, Mika. That's right. I'm Mika at Bronxtress. That's B R O N X T R E S S on Instagram. Frankie. This is Frankie. It's been a beautiful journey, guys. Frankie does comedy at uh, IG. And this is your girl, Alex Barrios. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, a TikTok. Uh, Alex Barrios Comedy, and you spell Barrios B E R R I O S. And it's Crystal. You can follow me on Instagram at KYTO6. All right, and let's try this for the last time for this season. Hopefully, we get it right. <laughs> Finale. <laughs> and we're kinked as fuck. It was, that was, that did something. It, you know, it, it made something.